Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? It is draft night. And we arrived. Draft night and there's a there's a lot of mixed feelings within the, the fandom right now. Is, is that a good way of putting it? Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, I think it was. I mean, obviously, definitely a roller coaster ride. Um, I think the entire night was 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 a roller coaster, you know, ride. We we had that slow takeoff from the very beginning, and then it started creeping up a little bit, a little bit more, 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 and then once we reached that peak at around seventeen, pick seventeen, eighteen, um, and things were going our way, and then nineteen came, and <sighs> you have like that ninety. Almost ninety degree angle just dropped, just insane drop. <laughs> so, so yeah, it was definitely a roller coaster. So, if you don't know what we're talking about, the Spurs currently, as we were recording, the second round is going on. So, the Spurs have not selected their forty ninth pick, but we do have the nineteenth pick and the twenty ninth pick. And first, let's get started with the nineteenth pick. Here's Adam well, first, Silver. I mean, should, should we talk about some of the crazy like? Some of the crazy trades that happened in the beginning, or I mean, do, are we just gonna do? Let's some get Spurs? let's get the picks. Spurs. Let's get the picks out real quick, and then we'll get back to those. Because makes sense. Okay. This is Spurs. So, with okay. the nineteenth pick, here's Adam Silver. With the nineteenth pick in the 2019 NBA Draft, the San Antonio Spurs select Luka Samanich from Zagreb, Croatia. All right, so. I know your first impressions on this. Why don't you tell everyone else? <laughs> um, so my first impressions were, were I mean, just a complete headbang. Um, I because of of how the night was developing, because of everything that we, I mean, the trades that we were seeing going on. Um, some of them made sense and some of them didn't. Some of them got really exciting by moving up really fast, or and then. Little by little, you have these top tier talents like um, Sequoia. Um, Sequoia dropped down. You had Brandon Clark drop down. You had Nasir Little drop down. Um, and then obviously Goga as well was, was dropping down. So little by little, um, even PJ Washington, I think he got selected at 14. I think he got. Uh, let me look at that while you keep talking. I'll give it back to you. On uh, that one. 12. He got selected at 12. But um, so so all, all the people that. that was projected to go to the Spurs or, or people that could benefit the Spurs now um, were, were dropping. And it seemed like the perfect situation, especially because, you know, you had this, like I said, these top talent, these, these lottery talent players dropping so far because of all the changes that were going on in the very beginning that it was just, it looked really great. It looked really great for, for the Spurs and it looked like the Spurs were going to get a steal. Um, Again, you know, uh, another steal for basically the fourth year in a row. And then, you know, the 17th came around um, and, and New Orleans or um, the the Magic ended up selecting or sorry, the Pelicans ended up selecting Nikhil Alexander-Walker. And so that was another one off the list. Like, hey, look, the Spurs now have an opportunity to get Nasir Little, Brandon Clark or... Um, or, or somebody else. And so, or Grant Williams or, or Luca, if they wanted to. A lot of people had Luca going at the 29th. They didn't have him going at the 19th. And then so eventually the Pacers ended up taking Gogo, which was one of the players that San Antonio was apparently going to get. And so that was fine. So it was basically between Seattle Little, Clark, and then Luca was down the road. And then when they announced Luca, I was just like, what? What are you doing? You had Brandon Clark, who's a 6'8", 215-pound athletic freak of a monster that can guard every position with maybe the exception of the five, but he's a switchable defender. And then everybody that's on – that's every all the analysts were like, you know, he's an elite defender and he's an amazing – he's a freak athlete. This kid does yoga. <laughs> Just yoga. Canadian. Yeah, he's <laughs> – he apparently has this incredible physique because he's, you know, he's all namaste and and, and a namaste. Yogi. So it's like, I mean, this is this is a prototypical, you know, Spurs player, like a kid that's that's within himself. I mean, physical, like a physical being, just 
and he could guard multiple positions like that, one through four, because of his switchability on defense. And instead, you go with Luka Simonic, who's, I think he's more of a high-risk, high-reward. I wouldn't say high-risk, but he's he's definitely a high-reward player. But he's unknown. I mean, he doesn't have a lot of tape on him. He played in the ABA league. It's not even the primary league in, um, overseas like the Euro League is. Um, and, and look, I'm not, I'm not here to shit on Luca because that's, because I, from the very beginning, once he got announced, I was very excited and there's plenty of tweets out there. There's plenty of stuff out there that supports that, that I was excited for this kid. And I honestly thought that the Spurs were going to get him at the 29th or, you know, later on. Um, my disappointment comes more from the fact that we could have had this game changer of, of a player. I think game changer of a player in Clark, you know, somebody that, that we really needed to. I mean, we're pretty, we're pretty low at that, at that um, four position. So, you know, and it's just, I don't know. That's why I was upset. More of the way the trade would have gone down, or more of the way it was picked. If I didn't, if Clark wasn't there, and it was between Goga or you know Little and Luca, I wouldn't have been. I don't think I would have been so disappointed. But I think because we skipped over Clark, that's why I was disappointed. And and hopefully it comes out because. When we when we picked up Derek White over Jordan Bell, I was I was pretty upset too. I was like, "What the hell?" Like Jordan Bell was a player that we needed, a, a space that we needed, and and then Derek White ended up you know proving me wrong on that. And so I also tweeted out earlier, it was like, you know what? That's what I'm gonna have to hang my hat on. Hopefully, basically implying that hopefully it turns out the way that the same thing turned out. So, With, I don't know what was your what was your take to it. So you had had me sold that the Spurs were going to get Clark. I was really I I wrote out a tweet. I had Brandon Clark all set for to like really tweet out. <laughs> Said like the San with the nineteenth pick, the San Antonio Spurs select Brandon Clark. I just had it ready to put put in whoever ready to fire it off. Whoever's whoever said it first was Woj or Shams. I had I was ready to say yeah, it, it's a no brainer. You should go with Clark. And whenever they and then whenever they re, they said uh, whenever I think it was Shams, I said Lucas Somatic. I'm like what. Oh, okay. We're going with that. <laughs> and and you can see in the tweet that I wrote on on our on our Twitter page where I have in the parentheses I have question marks and exclamation points. I'm like, what? I'm like so surprised. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, I wasn't really disappointed because I was like, I want Luca. I want Luca. Yeah, I thought yes. Luca was a player that we that the Spurs could really use and could really develop into something. So I wasn't really like disappointed, but because I always I was already disappointed that Goga went on went out on 18 because you guys sold me on goga the other night i'm like <laughs> i'm like shit goga is good i want this dude now so i was really hoping for goga and luca at 19 and 29 right and so when goga is when goga went i'm like damn it fuck <laughs> i'm like damn i'm like so disappointed about goga so whenever we whenever we said that the spurs got luca i'm like okay i'm like surprised but not not like disappointed or anything I thought we could have got Clark. I thought we could have got someone there, but there's these other guys that are slipping too. And I was really hoping for, I was really hoping for Little to fall because Little fell pretty damn far. You go into Portland at 25. And right. And that's, that's what I'm saying. It's like you had these lottery talents that were, that were falling. And yet you go for someone like, like Luca, which, which is fine. Like I said, like that's not the issue here. The issue here is you had lottery talent players that fell out of the lottery because of all these other things that happened, all these other trades and, and, and teams addressing the needs that they are addressing their needs. And you end up selecting somebody that is still a project or is going to be a project. You know, maybe his project, maybe the, the time frame of his project is, is really short, but he's still a project. And he, he still has some work. I know everyone was really concerned. Oh, this is going to be in our stash draft guy. And I was like, no, this guy's not. I heard... There were many interviews before the draft saying that he was he'd be happy to come play with San Antonio because he he wanted to play with Austin because he wanted some NBA competition to play with and to right, develop right. with. And I'm like this guy's not gonna this guy's gonna come over. I we I think I know this. And then finally he did a he did an interview the with phone conference. He did he did interviews with the with like Jeff Garcia, um, many of the our many of the our uh, media that's at draft day and on a conference call saying that he's going to come over. And so I was like. I told you people to shut the hell up. It's not even that. It's 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 the fact that 
and 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 it goes okay. So so two two things. One going back to going back to how they selected him. Look right after right after the Spurs selected Luca, you had the um you had the Sixers make a trade, or you had Boston make a trade. Boston and, and the Sixers make a trade for that number twentieth pick. So even if you really felt that Luca wasn't going to go past that, you could have you could have made. You could have made that trade to get exactly. to that twentieth pick because all they gave up for that twentieth pick was Boston sent the number twentieth pick to Philadelphia for their number twenty fourth and their thirty third, so one first rounder and then the second rounder. If you wanted to, you could have matched that same thing with Bertans, or you could have sent that and say, "Hey, Boston, look, we'll send you Bertans, we'll send you the twenty ninth, and we'll send you the forty ninth, and that way you can still get the Luke, you can still get Luca." And you can you can swap the second rounds if you want to, but you could still get Luca um, with that twentieth pick, and then you could still get Clark and have probably your future front court going forward. Exactly. Like, uh, and that's that's what upset. Like, that's what I was more disappointed with. Was like there was other ways that this could have happened if the Spurs wanted to, wanted it to. You know, they could have gotten both freaks of nature in their own right, in their own respect. Yeah. It, and it would have been fine. They would have dressed their, their power forward position and they would have dressed their center, their five position if they wanted to. They don't even need a five at this point. I mean, some people will say that they do, but, you know, it's not the most pressing need. You could have had two wing defenders. Um, you could have had two defenders on the team that are accept- that are really good if you would have gone that way. If you would have just said, hey, look, we're going to go ahead and trade for that 20th pick and we'll go back to back. Because we have both of the players we want right now here and there, so you know what, Boston, we'll, let's work something out so that way we can get that pick and go back to back, and it would have been easy. Boom, done. And you know what? At that point, I would have given them an A. Like that would have been amazing yeah. if they would have been like, boom, we're getting Clark and we're getting Luca. Suck it. Like that would have been badass. Yeah. It's- but instead, Clark goes to Memphis, an in division rival who also have JJJ and they have Morant. And Kyle Anderson, and they have all these other players. They're stacked like, at that forward position, then. Exactly. In Memphis, like they they have so much length on their on their on their team already. I feel, it's like, insane. I feel like they're going to try to. I think Memphis just kind of thinking about that. I feel like they're going to flip some of those guys for go somewhere else. But I do got breaking news exclusively from Jeff Garcia, Lucas Matic on San Antonio. I like Mexican food. I think we're <laughs> I think we're a okay on this. Well, he's gonna need that Mexican food to bulk up. Oh yeah, he said sure. he said a he said in a quote somewhere that he was skinny, but he needs and he wants to he wants to meet basically beef up a little bit. I need to find all these different quotes because he's been interviewed he's been interviewed by all the media lately and been given a lot of good quotes. But yeah, it's he definitely he, he definitely has a lot of all, he has a lot of confidence. All, I do all like you that. abuelitas, all you 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 mamas out there, all you 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 grandmas out there, your abuelitas, your abuelitos, todos, everybody, bring your tamales, bring <laughs> your tacos, bring. Tell this know, guy where to go pastor. eat. Give him all the good. Give him all the shoot good him, taco shops. <laughs> shoot him messages. Go cook for him. <laughs> he needs to bulk up. We need to get him bulky a little bit. I mean, he's right now. He's like he's like he's two ten, I think, or two oh five. Which I mean, he looks good. He's 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 thin, but if he's gonna be playing that three four position, he's gonna need to get a little bit a little have more muscle. So we know how to build that here. Y'all, I'm trying to find the quote. I think Jeff McDonald from SA, from San Antonio Express News had it because essentially the, I'm just trying to dig through all the different quotes I've seen. It's constantly like, crap. These are too many quotes. Um, yeah. but we do. Right now, the draft is at the 41 pick, so eventually we will get to the 30. To the 49th pick, it looks like Eric Pascal is still available as we speak. Which yeah, actually, guys, we're, we're kind of live streaming this, or we just started live streaming this, so you, we we, so we we'll announce picks and stuff as, as they come through. But um, that 49th or the 29th pick, or sorry, the 29th pick wasn't actually bad. We got to get to that 29th pick because that was that was you know I feel much better about that 29th pick. Now oh yeah, so let's over. so let's get to the 29th pick. Here's Adam Silver with the 29th pick. With the 29th pick in the 2019 NBA draft, the San Antonio Spurs select Kelvin Johnson from the University of Kentucky. So Kelvin Johnson goes at 29th, 
a small ford out of Kentucky. This dude's it. And when he was asked what kind of animal he would be, he answered with Pitbull. And this dude yeah. is Pitbull. <laughs> I can say that. No, he's an absolute dog, man. I mean, the kid has a good head on his shoulders, and he played under under Coach Cal. It, and Cal, all he does is 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 develop you know NBA prototypes. That's basically what he does over there in Kentucky. So, and he's a six six wing, which we need. I think his 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 wingspan is about six six nine, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I'll find that out. Uh, but. He gone. He's a great defender. He's he can switch. He so he can switch basically anywhere from the one through the four. Maybe on the four, he's gonna be a little bit smaller, but at least for sure one through three. Um, he has good head in his shoulders, and he has he's a pretty damn good good passer. So he has that court vision, and he can shoot the three pretty well. Um, as well as as he can put the the ball on the floor and dribble it in and and finish his his dunks. So he's basically a better Danny Green. <laughs> He is. Uh, he has a wingspan of six nine. There you go. And, six, a, and a standing reach of eight seven. Yeah. So so he's he's got a lot of length to him. Um, like I said, he can pretty much guard one through one through three, maybe four if it's a smaller four. But you know, he's he's definitely somebody that that they should have drafted. He's that wing. He's that wing defender that that they needed, which is excellent, which is great. Yeah. It's I. I was satisfied with the 29th pick. Um, I know that I, I was just, I was so worried because seeing that Bull Bull was dropping, I was like, yeah, I don't want Bull Bull at, at all. And I don't know why people want him. <laughs> and apparently no one wants him because he's still not picked up as we speak. And I was like, I was so worried. Oh, Spurs better not pick up Bull Bull. Please do not. <laughs> exactly. Pick up, please when do I- not trap Bull Bull. Cause the Luca, cause as much as I do like Luca, you, Everyone kind of scared me with that pick. I'm like, I shouldn't like this pick, should I? Oh, okay. I'm really worried about this 29th pick now. (laughs) But uh, in the end, it worked out. Kelvin Johnson is a position that the Spurs needed. He's he's going to become more off the. He's going to be more of a bench player though, and he's definitely going to be developing. I believe, according to him, he says he expects himself to spend about a year or two in Austin just developing. But I mean, I think I definitely think he 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 will eventually. Yeah, he'll be a role player. I think, like I said, I think he can definitely make his way to becoming more of that Danny Green prospect. I don't know about about him starting or ever starting, just depending because of who we have on the guard positions. Um, he could possibly play the small forward, uh, but I can definitely see him being a great role player. Um, more of that, not the, not necessarily the sixth man, but maybe the seventh or eighth. You know, coming into to relieve, get some minutes, maybe about 10, 15 per game. Um, he, and, and like I said, he's, he's a dog. He's an absolute dog. And so I went on Twitter and asked everyone to give me their response or what they thought of the, the 19th and 29th pick so far. Um, here's some of them. De Niro, John, he's first sent me a gif of, of that, uh, of what's his name? The scientist, how his name? Damn it! What's his name? Uh, Who? Tight. Ty- oh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, it's like him putting his hands up. And he doesn't know what's doing. And he says, uh, "John says he's very disappointed. So many opportunities, possibilities, great talents, and prospects trades that could have been made and nothing." Uh, and our one was uh, Benny. Because I asked, uh, he asked. I don't think it was Luca's fault that we were upset. I think it stems from the Kawhi saga. We hope that this draft would net us something special, although we never know it right away. It feels like we lost again. The cards flopped, and we reach at 19 despite an extra first. Trade down four, for God's sakes. No, I really... And that's that's a really level head to take. Um, because that's that's honestly what it comes down to. You know, Especially over the course of last season, and obviously we saw Kawhi win win the um, the championship. I think they we wanted more for what we got, or, or for for what we lost, and because because you know people don't know who Lucas manages, and and he's this kind of. He's great. He looks great on tape and stuff like that. And he did really great at, at the draft combine. And I've said that too. Like he made his name there, but people still don't know who he is. And 
there was a, a really great tweet. Let me see if I can find it. But somebody put up all the European players that the Spurs have drafted and that are not on the team or have not impacted the team since uh, since Manu and, and TP. So here it is, and, and this is this is everybody like, and this is exactly what, and this is from Chris um, Ramon Seven, Chris Ramon Seven on Twitter, and it says, "Before I dive into blind optimism tomorrow, seriously." There is justification for Spurs, for Spurs fans to be upset with 19. For Spurs? Spurs? Yeah, for Spurs fans to be upset with 19. And then he has Simonich, or Simonich on there with, with a cross fingers. But then he has Milinitov, Jean-Charles, Hanja, Richards, well, John Charles, Nicolo. John Charles was over. He was just playing with the Austin hold for on, a good on, while. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry. Hold on. <laughs> Richards, Nicolo, Nicolo Dragic, um... Presentes, Beno, Tiago, who's obviously did did well with us, uh, and then Mahinmi, and then it says nothing special above TP9 and Mano was a long time ago. So he's right. Out of all those players, the only one that really did anything was, was Tiago. Um, I, I know John Charles tried to come over here, but he yeah. he never made it to the team and he never made any impact on the team. So, and they still have Milanov. You know, overseas, who who is also doing really, really well in the Euro League. Um, so that's why, that's why you know some of us were upset, and that's why, especially because of of how it went down. Like, like I said, you had Little Clark, and then you know you could have chosen Grant Williams there too. Um, oh, hey, just this Sham just tweeted this: Miami selecting Bobo. <laughs> Miami At does. 44. 44, finally. So, but, so yeah, and that's what I'm saying. That's why Span- Spurs fans were upset, was just because in recent years, our European players haven't haven't prospered. They haven't panned out with, you know, how they're supposed to. And, and I, it's not it's not anybody's fault. Yeah, and I can understand that. It's and I, whenever whenever everyone was saying Oh, the Spurs are always going to draft European. I was like, look back at the past three drafts. They yeah. haven't drafted a single... I don't think they drafted a single international player, if you think about it, because they drafted DeJounte. I don't remember who was in the... who Was Was there any second-round pick with them, with DeJounte? I can't I can't remember anybody on the second round I, for that one. I can't remember that then. Oh, wait, wait, no. That, was that Jarek, uh, um, Jerome Blossom game? No, that was, was, that, with, that was with Derek White. So okay, okay, okay. It was Derek White and then Jerome, Jerome Blossom game. And last year was right. Lonnie and Metu, which both right. are Metu's from from Africa, but he played for USC. Right. And, so, and that's what I'm saying. And I think that that's and like I said again, it's not even a knock on a knock on Luca. I honestly think he's gonna be a better Luca than than the one up in Dallas. Damn, really? Um, yeah, dude. I'll, uh, super. Um. But again, and I like again, it's nothing against Lu- it's nothing against Luca. It's just what you could have had. Yeah, for oh, sure. Never mind. This is just from Watch. Denver has acquired Bulbul in a trade. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now Denver <laughs> sorry. Now Denver has Kevin Porter Jr. who has drop foot and Bulbul who has that's, good. that's why I'm laughing. Because I was like they have Kevin Porter Jr. who has bad has a bad spine and now they have Bulbul who has a bad foot. <laughs> He looks super pissed though. Um, Bobo I would I would imagine so. Whenever he was supposed to be projected at a top five pick at one point, and then suddenly he's in mid second round. You know, I I want him to do well. I don't know why. Like I, I like. It's like you want him to do well. It's but you understand why they didn't choose him and why he slid so far. Why he slid so far? Yeah, he looks so disappointed. Not to mention his suit is 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 super badass. But oh, it's but, a, yeah, it is. So if you don't, if you if you're not watching the draft, or you know if you're not watching the draft, you just listen to us the for the coverage. Dude was six five in seventh grade. What? <laughs> Damn. Bobo is wearing a black suit with a, like a spider, a sequin spider web, and it's just it's super legit. I think he he called himself he's the spider or something like that, kind of like Anderson Silva. Yeah. So it's legit. I, I like it. I dig it. Um, is and it I just want him to do well. He looks like he looks well. like Slenderman. I hope he has a long career, but he looks like Slenderman in the damn suit. <laughs> he, he does. <laughs> does look like slender man sorry so just let everyone know we're because we are fresh off this is the night of the draft the draft is still going on but I mean, we thought literally going on right now <laughs> we, we we thought we have to we have to start talking before we lose our minds so we're going to be right back and then when we come back we're going to talk about some other parts of the draft that are not san antonio and then we will also get to the 49th pick which will be 
You guys we'll be will back be before the 49th pick. <laughs> May, yeah, we will, but we'll be t- we'll talk about it in the next segment as it's happening live. As it's for us. <laughs> yeah, for us. So you'll you'll get our instant reactions of oh who? We pick it? Who? <laughs> who the hell is that? All right, we'll be right back. Hey guys, have you ever listened to At The Line and then suddenly think, huh, I kind of want to make my own podcast? Well, guess what? I have something that's going to be the best tool for you in starting off your podcast. It's called Anchor, and this is what we use here at The Line. One, it's absolutely free to use, and guess what? I know some of our hosting websites, they cost money to have you start your podcast, host it, and all that. Anchor doesn't do that. It's absolutely free. And there's even creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer if you don't have all the equipment that you want. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so you don't have to go to all these other websites and figure out, how do what what do I put? How do I get this? It's so confusing. Anchor, although, makes it easy for you. And they will put your podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more podcasting websites. And guess what? The best part of it? You can make money from your podcast, but no minimum listenership. That means you can do your podcast for free while making money. Who doesn't love that? And it's everything that you need to make your podcast in one place. So make sure to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started on your free podcast. This is Jeff Garcia of News Sports San Antonio and host of Lockdown Spurs, and you are listening to At The Line Podcast. That's our good old buddy Jeff Garcia, who's actually at the NBA draft tonight. We had Shout him on. out to Jeff. We had him on last time. He's great. We're I'm not sure he hasn't got back to me. We were hoping to get him on and get his get what he some of the information that he got at the draft, but he, he has not gone back to me. He's a busy man, so I don't expect him to I'm not I'm not expecting him to, but that dude has been good to us and we highly appreciate Jeff Garcia. Oh yeah, absolutely, Jeff. You you keep it real out there, be safe. And uh, thank you for all the content you're bringing everybody in the Spurs fans. For sure. So, all right, now it's at pick 46. We're going to come up on that. First, let's talk about some other, some other stuff within the draft. Before the draft happened, it seemed like there was going to be a calm before the storm. And then then everything started going crazy. <laughs> With like two picks, two, I mean two different trades. Um, the Pelicans finally traded their number four draft pick, which <laughs> what which was they traded the number four pick, the number 54 pick, and a second, a future second round and Solomon Hill to the Hawks for the eighth pick, the 17th pick, and a heavily protected Cavs first round pick, future rounder. So that was the biggest, that was the big trade that happened before the draft. I think everyone was speculating the Pelicans were going to, tra- I think the Pelicans were trying to trade up to number two so they could get RJ Barrett. But I don't yeah, think, that, but that was the rumor. That was the rumor, and I think that if the if that if the Knicks didn't get RJ Barrett, they were going to take Jaw, and Memphis was not willing to take that risk. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Memphis needed, especially after getting rid of um, or trading away uh, Mike Conley, they definitely needed to yeah. get Jaw because Jaw's an amazing prospect. He's going to be he's going to be I'm phenomenal. I mean, he's just oh he's yeah, amazing. exactly. And then and then. About 15 minutes before the draft, I was watching Stadium, which also has, I want to say, has the athletic, which uh, Shams is part of. And Shams tw- just said randomly on the on it that the Spurs were actively looking to trade up. I'm like, I'm going to tweet this out right now. No one knows about this. I'm the only damn person watching this stream, apparently. Because I saw no one else tweet the, tweet out any of that information. I'm like, why? how has no one tweeted this? How Shams not tweeted this? Oh yeah, because Shams doesn't give a shit about San Antonio. Well, he had he gave it shit enough to say it on broadcast. Yeah, but nobody's but he, doing anything with it then at that point. Like it's not it's not going to bring him any tweets, with the exception uh, of you know yours. Yeah, so I I got all the I got all the flash with that one. With how many likes did I get? I don't know. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it! What the Knicks got? Um, Ignis Brads Bradaski. Or Brad Bradskius. All right. When it comes to the second round, I don't know anyone. 
There's only like a he's, few he's, names I got, and I was like, eh, okay, what's the rest? He's a, he's a good 3 and D prospect. He's 6'8", and he can shoot the 3 really well. So, Tybal, uh, essentially? Kind of, no, 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 no. He's, he's a big dude. He's kind of, I would say he's his closest, um, his closest doppelganger is like a Joe Ingles type. And but you, he's, you, you but give me, he, he has like a better in-between game. You give me shit about Tybal. Yeah, Tybal, dude. Watch, he's gonna be. He's gonna be. I like that you tweet out though at me saying we didn't get Tybal. <laughs> I was like, bitch, we didn't get we didn't get Clark either. Yeah, well, but why again, are you trying to one up on me? Again, Clark was never supposed to be there. Like, I was not expecting Clark to be there at at night. Well, Tybal went at twenty, so f you. <laughs> Even still, I'm glad he's not on our team. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He would have been good on our team. But... I think he would have been great on our team, especially for he the defensive need. <laughs> Jackass? Keldon Keldon Johnson's just as good. Uh yeah, Keldon Johnson's good, but I would rather have Tybal. But no. He has to go to the 76ers. I think um I think the steal of the draft is gonna go Portland though, with getting Nasir Little. Little. I think that's a steal of the draft. And that's a that's a position that Portland really needed. And so to get Nasir Little, who's very talented and could easily be Another great two-way player, and Portland finds him at 25? Damn. Yeah, but, okay, so Portland, the thing is with Nasir Little, he doesn't shoot the three very well. But that's what <laughs> like, Kawhi didn't shoot the three very well coming out of college either. Yeah, but Portland doesn't have the same develop, development the Spurs do. They True. don't have Chip England or England. I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but they don't have Chip. It's I I, I get it. I get it. it it's it, he's Again, he was another one of those lottery picks. That that dropped uh, randomly just just because everybody else was filling the positions they needed. Um, Everyone was filling up positions, and the Suns were just being the Suns, away. being the Suns, <laughs> and being dumbasses with their picks. Picking, yeah, yeah, they picked right. Cameron. Like, they picked Cameron Johnson at eleven. Yeah. What the <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> How do you pick Cameron Johnson at eleven? I don't know. Like, again, yeah, you're right. They, they didn't. They did not. Pick. I, I do like. No, they didn't pick what they needed. I was like, I don't. I, don't I was, gonna, I was gonna say it looks like they picked up Jared Culver, and I remembered. Oh wait, that's going to Minnesota, which I thought that was a good pick for Minnesota. That was it because the Minnesota traded up with. They swapped the eleven and six picks with uh with the Suns and sent Dario Saric to the Suns. Essentially, all the outcasts are going. Uh, you know who I feel bad for though. PJ Washington. No, no PJ Washington went to Charlotte or Charlotte, but even there's, then, there's two. I there's, feel bad for him. There's two guys I feel bad for. One, Aaron Baines, because he got traded to the Suns. Dude, <laughs> apparently they're going to cut him, too. They're going to pay him his salary. Yeah, to let him go and become a free agent. Aaron Baines, come back to San Antonio. We have one pick him up on the Spurs. Spurs, yeah. pick him up. Come on. We're doing a little ASMR. Pick him up, Spurs. <laughs> bring, bring, back, bring back Patty and the only person that has, that has ever had Tim Duncan say in public, shut the fuck up. Hey, but also Baines developed his three point shot, man. Dude, he's, Baines, I love Baines. Baines is kind I of love like Baines. Baines is like the cheap man's Stephen Adams. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> he's that's a, a great comparison. Like he's he's a poor man, Stephen Adams. Yeah, he's he's just the poor man, Stephen Adams with well, a hey, three point I don't know. shot. Now that, now that he's added his three point shot, he might be the better Stephen Adams. I think he will. I I don't still don't think he's as strong as Stephen Adams on the you're on right. the down low. You're right, but. He's still he's still a good he's still a good cheap guy that you you can get if you really want Stephen Adams and I like Stephen Adams, right? Plus yeah. plus we need we need Patty and Aaron back together. We I, need the I, duo. We need that Aussie that Aussie duo. Plus, it doesn't hurt to have another twenty fourteen veteran. And then so, um, and then the other guy I feel bad for is Ryu Himachi. How do you say his damn name? Yeah, Ryu Ryu Hashimura. And I think he says, I think his, he has like a nickname of Louis or Lewis on his what? like Twitter. It, it was weird. It's like, that's weird. But yeah, Rui, he got picked up by Washington, which was yeah. very early. That, that was super early. It was super early. And then there was a tweet came out that saying that he never met with the Wizards. He never talked to a single person on that team. <laughs> that's what he said. He said he's, he never had anything with him. We, never. 
he didn't talk to him. He didn't go work out for them. Nothing like that. I don't. I don't see him. I don't see him staying in Washington after his rookie deal or something like that. I hope not. He needs to come to the Spurs. Damn right after. he does. I want. <laughs> I want the. I want the country Japan on. I want the country Japan to be on our side. Yeah, absolutely. But but, but also, I want him because he. Well, okay. I'm sorry. This is this is. I don't even know what I was going with that. I lost my train of thought. But I think this was a little blasphemous when they said that he looked like a young Kawhi Leonard. Like that was Chauncey Billups was given these superlatives or who they compared to. And he he mentioned that Rui looks like a young Kawhi Leonard. I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? And it's, I, I think I can do that because he's, he's more of a, He's more of a power forward, though, from like exactly. all the, from all the stuff I saw. But he's somewhat athletic. I really liked him from what I saw. And I, you, again, everyone sold me on Ryu too. So I was like, yeah. I was high on Boga and Ryu. Not Boga. I keep saying damn Boga. Boga. <laughs> Go. And I said Boga. I think my phone autocorrected at one point, and I just kept kept going with it on, on accident. But I was like high on Goga and Ryu over, and then Tybal at third on my draft board. And then uh, I'm like. Oh damn! Ryu went really early, and then, and then Boga then go. God damn it! Goga, <laughs> Goga yeah, went. Goga went, to... Goga went, and then we all found out that his role model was Zaza. I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> I know. I, I immediately as soon as I found that out, I was like, I'm so glad that they did not, they he, did not draft that best. But Goga also said that he he studied after Tim Duncan though. So that's like I think. Yeah, he studied. He studied. But I think he. What I think that? his role okay, model. Good. Hold was, on. Hold on. Shams just tweeted out Spurs are selecting Quindary Withers- Weatherspoon at 49. Who the Ooh. hell is that? Who? Who? We'll, 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 we'll find out when the, ESP- the ESPN part of it, because they're going to give like a little summary, so that'll help us out a little bit, I guess? What? So they're on he's the... Just, he's going to be... I mean, he's going to be cut. <laughs> he's G League. He's G League. Quindary... Weatherspoon. Weatherspoon. Quindary. That's cool. that's a long ass name though. <laughs> Quint Quindary Weatherspoon. Quindary Weatherspoon. I don't even know. I don't know who this is. We're I'm on the Google. I don't one. even know what he plays. Like whenever you said Quinn, I was like, wait, Quinn Cook? I was like, no, that that's not right. <laughs> that's not that's not what I'm looking for. Um, he is. He looks like he's a guard from Mississippi State. Jonte Porter was still there. What the? F- oh, I mean, obviously he had an injury too, though. I don't know, man. I don't know. We'll find out as we are waiting for the. They only have two minutes in the second round, right? Compared to five minutes. Think so. I don't. I'm, I don't know. I'm sorry. We're we're very we're Watchers, very. No, stop! 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 Watchers just saying that Kawhi is going to meet with the Sixers, Nets, and the Clippers. What? Where's this coming from? Watch well, is saying this right now when you're t- flapping your lips, bro. The Clippers, uh, but with Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, and Kyrie Irving, you know, this free agency class has been one the league has been pointing toward for a couple of years now. And uh, Kyrie Irving right here in this arena in Brooklyn, his focus has been on possibly joining the Nets. He'd like to recruit Kevin Durant with him to come. But, but I'm told that Durant is really really wants to make a decision independent of anyone else and and that's where his focus is right now but this league is gearing up after tonight uh for free agency and it's it's going to be a wild ride for the next couple weeks that it will be it already has been for teams as they all right so that's free agency update right there so what did he say i couldn't i couldn't hear that on your end i think so it sounded like i heard it was just season to take meetings with it looks like Kyrie is going to going to go to Brooklyn, and he wants to recruit KD, but KD wants to make a decision independent of himself. So I missed the I missed all the Kawhi stuff, so that was worthless. Because you were I, shut up. I wasn't understanding. Just, all right, here we go. Here's the 49th pick. We have a trade to announce. Oh, what? The Orlando Magic trade oh. the draft rights to Taylor Horton Tucker, the 46th pick. To the Los Angeles Lakers hey, for future pick. second oh, round dude, pick dude. and financial considerations. You ruined my whole thing, Tatum. With the 49th pick in the 2019 NBA Draft, the San Antonio Spurs select 
Quindary Weatherspoon from Mississippi State University. Shooting guard. Quindary here in the crowd at Barclays Center to celebrate this night. The senior guard at Mississippi State. Be a celebration at Little Dewey's and Restaurant Tyler in Stark Vegas as Quindary Weatherspoon is on his way to the San Antonio Spurs. Played with his brother for a couple of years at State. His first team, all Southeastern Conference. 6'4", an athletic, physical driver, a combo guard that can step away and shoot it, uh, but gets to the free throw line. Uh, 5.4 free throw attempts per game last year at Mississippi State. Uh, finished at around 61% at the rim, and a good pick-and-roll handler. Shot 40% from three, 81% from the free throw line, averaging about 18 points per game. He has been a solid player that's improved every year. He's been at Mississippi State under Ben Howlin. Third all-time leading scorer for the Bulldogs behind Jeff Malone and Bailey Howell, a great player from the 50s. And you see the picks the Spurs have made tonight, a couple of guards from the SEC and Keldon Johnson, Quindary, and Weatherspoon. Yeah, and you, you always believe and trust in R.C. Buford and, and Pop knowing that they're going to draft guys that fit their system, and they're going to give more then probably all right yeah so quindarius quindarius uh i forgot his name with weatherspoon yeah weatherspoon. seems like a kind of an all-around type scoring shooting guard so it's not, it's not it bad it's not bad yeah, he's, a, he's a combo guard he's never gonna see the floor of the at t center <laughs> unless unless, some, unless he's like a third string coming off the bench unless somehow some way patty goes away and bring goes away or one of the two he ain't never seen that floor not for not for a few years if he's sti- if he's not sticking around. Not for a few years, yeah. But it looks promising. But <laughs> I don't think the second pick would see any type of move, and if he was any position, to be honest, usually not. But I mean, because you saw you saw Metsu you still have Metsu coming off the bench too, yeah. so it's like you don't really need too many guys. Metsu's got to step up his damn game though, for real. I think he's he, got to work on. I think he is. I, Problem is, I think he's a free agent, but I think the Spurs Metu. are mostly. Metu is not free agent. Because he, just... he only signed a one-year contract with them. What? He wasn't on a rookie. Oh, no, he was a second round, right? Yeah. So he wasn't on a rookie yeah, deal. So he, so he didn't have to be, or he's not necessarily in a rookie deal. Wow. Who cares? It's interesting. should have got rid of him. <laughs> Boy, I was, tell, I was like, whenever they picked up Metu, I was like, hell yeah, we finally got a big man. Damn it. And then He's fast, too. I hope, he's, I hope they, he sticks around. Yeah, but I think they're higher on they're higher on Eubanks. I mean, Eubanks. Oh, I would imagine. Not to mention Eubanks is he's been working in that gym, man. He's been sh- knocking down those threes. And Eubanks is free agent too after coming off his two way contract. But Spurs draft Mississippi State guard Quindary. Quindary's is a kind of a cool ass name though. So it's his first name, dude. This is Quindary Weatherspoon. I know Quindary though. So Witherspoon, sorry, I'm mispronouncing that. So here's the the wrap up of of the picks at 19. Lucas Semanic, at Semanic, I think Semanic, Semanic because it's Manic, Semanic. So okay, so Lucas Semanic at 19, um, 29, Keldon Johnson, and then 49, Quindary Witherspoon. The two, three, and a four essentially. From what the mm, yeah, yeah, essentially the way the way it ended up ended up going, yeah. All right, and so I don't really have much on Quindary, so let's go on with the other stuff that was going around the league. Um, trying to think, Taco uh, Taco Fall is still on the still still on the board too. <laughs> think you think he's going to get picked up or he's going to go undrafted? I don't know, man. I I honestly think he's going to go undrafted. I'm surprised he. Well, no, I'm not surprised. Uh, I was going to say I'm surprised that he he went. Or he didn't go, and Bulbul went because of Bulbul's injuries. But, um, but yeah, I guess people don't think that a seven-three okay movement, you know, big body is is going to do well. Um, sounds sounds but, the whoever the rowdy Mexican is on Twitter it sounds like they're very disappointed that they did not get John Terry Porter. Yeah, John Terry Porter is um, Michael Porter Jr.'s brother or younger brother. Interesting, but. He also has so from from the Nuggets, the one that has the the drop put, but he also has his own injury problems. I think right now he's currently rehabbing a knee injury, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, 
I mean, if you if you're gonna take a look at anything and look at the family's medical history and see how they bounce back from injuries, and you look at Michael Porter and use him as as an example, it doesn't exactly instill a lot of confidence in in how Jonte is gonna gonna heal up. Who knows? He might also have a bigger issue than you know than we thought. Just like Bobo. So from the looks of it, if so, with if the Spurs sign both their draft picks, which looks like it most likely will with their first rounders. And they re-signed Rudy Gay. That's 14 players on the roster, leaving one spot open and two and two two-way picks. So it now becomes to where do the Spurs try to go out of free agency and get someone else to fill in that role, or are they just going to sign a guy that from inside, like Drew Eubanks or anything like that? I honestly think that it seems like they still they're still going to make moves because they didn't address what they wanted to, or, or according to some of the reports, like Sam Amico hoops had said that the Spurs were looking to add veterans alongside, um, DeMar and, uh, DeMar LA and, and Rudy, but they didn't address that during, during the, the draft. So they didn't, you know, they didn't bring in Robert Covington cause he was, he went out earlier. Um, they didn't. They didn't do what they wanted. I guess they they didn't do what they wanted to as far as bringing in bringing in a veteran that could help them or another veteran mind that could help them could help them move over the hump. I don't know how many people how many vets are out there that would do that. Um, aside from like Robert Covington, maybe. So uh, I think we still see see them see them make some moves during free agency for sure. It's just like they don't have too much money to go with. They do have the mid level exception. And but Which now probably going to Rudy. The most like it's most likely going to go Rudy, but Rudy can, has bird rights now, which you can you can sign him for without affecting the cap or early right, exactly. bird rights. That's what I'm saying. And then you have the so then you have only one more one more spot. If you don't re-sign Rudy, then you might need to go out and find our wing to Hollis, Jeff- Hollis Jefferson or someone like that. But it seems like all the reports are leaning towards Rudy re-signing. So it it just becomes one of who the Spurs want and for how low a price, essentially. I mean, right now, like uh, I'm I'm bringing up their their contracts to look at the contracts what they have for the 2019 season. So right now, I mean, obviously you're gonna cut a ton. You're gonna cut like uh, all the third string guys or pretty much third string guys like Quincy Pondexter, um, Chimezi, um Donatas, Drew Banks, and Ben Moore, all those are coming off off the uh, off of your salary. So you're opening up one, two, three, four, five, six spots. Oh, Dante Cunningham's also his salary is also coming up. So you have six spots that are going to open up already. Um, so add on so the two, add on your two draft picks. Add on your two draft picks. So two first rounders, I would say. Not your... Yeah. So you have you have those two. So then you have four spots that are available. Um, if you bring back Drew Eubanks uh, on a two-way, or even sign him to like a, a small contract, you know that's that's another one right there. So you have maybe about two or three spots that you can still you can still use, um, or you have those spots. So there there are some possibilities. Not to mention you can always trade some of these people. You know you can trade you can trade Marco Davis, Patty. Um, you know, Pirtle. I mean, you can you can trade anybody that you're gonna want. So, or you can trade anybody that you want. So, there yeah. are moves that they can still they can still make, and there are also spots that are still available, especially for the two first rounders, as well as anybody that's either on the G League or anybody that they've drafted like the 49th, like this Witherspoon guy. So, there's still enough room to make to make here and to round out the roster. Yeah, you you have a lot of moves. You just don't have too much money to be spending, at least. And well, like I said, if if you get rid of like Davis and Marco, I mean that's like fourteen fourteen million right there that you clear up, and you can bring in a a better you know a better defender, a wing defender. Yeah, maybe. So, or or you know if you end up offloading somehow, you offload Lamarcus or or Demar. I mean, boom, right there, cap space immediately opens up. So who knows? I mean, who knows what's going to happen? Um, especially how the Spurs always keep this close to the chest type of thing. All right, so 
that's all the draft picks so far. How would you grade the Spurs for their performance in this draft? So in this draft, if they don't don't trade for another pick for some reason, um, I think it would. I think it would be a B. Um, you know, either a B or B minus. It just. I think. And I think the, the, where it comes up to is. Um, where it comes up to is they could have been a lot more creative or a lot more aggressive. And then again, all this is speculation because we don't know what goes on. Nobody outside of that draft war room knows exactly what's going on. We can speculate all we want. People can say, my sources say this, my sources say that, or we can say, you know, anything that we want, but obviously speculating it didn't, they could have, and I'm sure, I'm sure they, and, and according to multiple reports, you know, Spurs were doing, doing the due diligence to, to make things happen. Um, but I think the Spurs could have been a little bit more aggressive slash crafty with trying to get everybody that they wanted while still filling the needs, filling the needs that they needed. So, and I think they did a, a fairly decent job at that, but I think if they wanted to, the Spurs could have got both Clark, Luca, and somehow still gotten Keldon. Um, I don't think Keldon would have dropped that far. I mean, all you needed to do was get into was get into the high thirties. Who knows if I mean? Who knows if they would have gotten if he would have dropped? He he dropped at twenty nine. He was right there. Yeah, maybe. Well. We want to know what your draft grade was. I just tweeted on our Twitter page at the Line Pod. The picks are in, and what's your grade for the Spurs drafting the following, which was Lucas Semanic, Semanic, Semanic. Is it how long? How long will that take for take us to perfect? I think I, I think as soon as the announcer starts in it, we'll get it <laughs> eventually. Luca at nineteenth, Keldon Johnson at 29th, and Quindary Weatherspoon at forty ninth. Go on Twitter. You can find that. Find that, and go ahead and vote. Tell us why if you want want to as well. Just make sure it's shared. Easy as that. What about you? What did you What did you think they got? I wouldn't say B. It's they got a guy in, in Luca that they did want. It was a bit early, and I, again, I'm agree with you. Where they could have got Clark, and they could have held off for Luca at 29. If they did, couldn't hold off for at 29, they still could have traded up. They had plenty of guys they could have packaged with the 29th pick. Maybe even packaged that 49th pick as well if they ne- needed to. I but, think they definitely. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. My apologies. No, but I don't think I'm not disappointed entirely. They still got a player they wanted in Luca. They got a player they needed in Keldon. And they got Weatherspoon, which I'm not sure what his impact's gonna be, but still Probably the, nothing. Still the fir- the first two round picks though were they still did what they needed needed to do. Cause they still need they need that forward that small forward position filled. They needed somewhere that for that depth. And then they got Luca because they thought this is a guy that could easily fill in that number four, number five spot later later in his career for this team. I, I don't even think he can. I mean, he can do definitely three to five for sure easily. Yeah, three to five, and he says that he can swap one five, but he has the he has the height for for the center and for the four five. I think he has that have he has athleticism for the for the three and the four, and maybe even the two. So. I think I'm very confident with Luca, and I think he's going to do wonders for this team. I and and again, so I mean, coming back to it, I I feel the same. I feel the same way. I, I think they started. For me, I think the Spurs started off slow as as far as their drafting, and I think they kind of, like I said, they lost their edge by selecting Luca so high. Um, but I think they definitely finished it out strong. I maybe would not have gone with another guard, but Witherspoon does look pretty good. I mean, he's a six four guy. He has he has a bigger body type, so he's not going to get pushed around. That's why he's more of a combo guard, kind of like a Gary Harris type thing. Yeah, except Gary Harris is a little bit taller. Um, he has, so, he has some playmaking to him too, as well. Right, he's got some playmaking. He's got some some pretty good IQ, so he looks pretty good. Um, so that's why I said I think they they started off slowly, but they definitely picked it up with their last their their two uh, last rounds. So, um, yeah, that, that's why I, I mean, I wasn't excited for it, but, and like I said, again, for clarification, because people think for some reason on Twitter that I'm upset with a pick or people think that I'm, I'm shitting on Luca. 
I love Luca. So <laughs> it's the, the, Luca. the easy way that the easy way that I can explain it for you is you like Luca. You just don't like where he was picked at. I think, I think if the Spurs wanted to, they could have had both Luca and Clark or slash little, they could have done, they could have had this. And if they would have done that, if they would have nailed that, that would have been perfect. That would have been the best fucking draft. RC would have been back. You know, it would look Spurs like he be- hasn't lost a step. Spurs fans would not be wanting his head, like, or some Spurs fans would not be wanting his head. Spurs fans would not um, be flip flopping like they were tonight, right? Like, it's it's. I mean, if you just go through the Spurs Twitter, like, it's just it's a mess. It's a battlefield right now, or it was at least until they selected Keldon Johnson. It says like everyone's depressed. Everyone's what the fuck is all this? <laughs> but that's what I'm saying, like. If they really wanted to knock this out of the park, all they had to do was call a bus and say, dude, give us the 20th. We'll give you Bertans. We'll give you the, the 29th. We'll give you, you know, our 49th, whatever. Um, and they could have gotten both of them right then and there. And they could have even tried to, to go back into the second round by giving away Marco for a second or something, whatever. You know, there was, there's, they could have definitely been, I think, in my opinion, they could have definitely been more aggressive and they could have been more creative and gotten both the people that they wanted to, or at least both the people that Spurs fans wanted them to. <laughs> exactly. And it seems like that Spurs Twitter has kind of calmed down a bit. They seem a bit more loving now with Luca. And I hated all the people that are saying, who the, f- who the fuck is this Euro guy that's just going to be in our drafting stash? It's like, this dude's good. I don't know who you're, how you haven't seen him, but this dude's good. And And Jeff did a great tweet saying that, Mass fans flipped when flipped out whenever they picked up Dirk, and the Knicks fans booed Kristaps when they picked him. It's like, I think it was more of fans just not liking the position. But I think Luca's going to do do great things for San Antonio, especially with the development. He seems like he's excited about this team, which is you always want that. You always want exactly. You always want a player to be excited about coming to your team, and then adding on that he's re- he wants to develop. He knows what he needs to fix. And what he wants to improve on, and that's like, I think that's always that's always good. Just self character in general, always knowing your weaknesses and wanting to improve on them. That's always something that you want in a person in general. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think you you definitely hit the hit the nail on the head right there because you're right. I mean, coming from from a you know from a Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> from a Kawhi Leonard perspective where, you know, he didn't want to be with us. Like it's basically the French fresh Prince of Bel-Air when, you know, he, when he's like, why doesn't he want me, man? It, you know, it's, it's upsetting that a player doesn't want to play for your team. Um, and so him, Luca saying that, like he's, he respects the, the organization. He loves what pop brings. He loves how the organization, you know, cared about him more for, for him and asked him about, you know, where he got his personality from. Um, and that's something that, that you want. You know, you, you want a player that's going to appreciate the club that you come and play for. Um, and another thing that's really great about selecting Luca is that he's 19. I mean, the Spurs have have complete, completely flipped the script on this because it's like, they went from one of the oldest teams to one of the youngest teams now. And I can, I mean, just rattling off the, the, the names, Luca's 19, Keldon is 19. 19, Lonnie is 20, DeJounte is 22, Jakob is 23, Derek is 24, Bryn is 25, and Davis is 26. I mean, you only have a, you have a lot less of, than, your main, your main core of talent is on the right side of 20. Right, exactly. And, and, and the, these kids are, and then the draftees are not even 20. <laughs> Right, exactly. Like it's just gonna be, it's gonna be crazy because this team, if they if they play the contracts right, and obviously, of course, the um, of course, um, free agency comes around and they keep this core together for a while. It's it can stay together for a long time if it wanted to. Yeah, and there's a lot of things we can talk about when it comes to free agency and the future of this team. But if you don't say that this team is bright, you are fucking crazy. Because you yeah. do not know this team. Because this team is oh. this team is young. This team is talented. This team is going to be damn good. And I think this is one, being yes, I'm biased in a way, but this is one of the better, the best cores on the young young cores in the league that I don't 
think anyone kn- will realize until it ha- until they're on the court. The thing is, and the thing that sets them apart from everybody else, yes, you may have more talent somewhere, you know, like let's say in, in, in New Orleans or in Minnesota or in, even in Atlanta, you may have more talent somewhere else, but you don't have the development. You don't have the legacy that the legacy and the foundation that, you know, this young, young core is going to have. I mean, Tim Duncan's, Mono Ginobili, Tony Parker, Boris Diaw, they all still go, David Robinson, they all still show up at the gym and, and practice with, with the team. Like they're still instilling all of those values and all that work ethic into the young core, which is going to be amazing. You don't have that at, at every gym. You don't have the same development. And so in with, with that being said, I think these kids are going to be a lot more, a lot more ahead than, you know, than a lot of, a lot of these other younger teams. Exactly. So there's the then, future looks good. Then right before, and before we wrap up, let's talk about Lonnie's picture. Damn. That oh, dude I, is Lonnie getting, looks like a beast. That dude is getting <laughs> fucking ripped. And it's, and this, I love that this comes after. So, some, someone was like, stop tweeting pictures of, of you doing, swimming with cats or something. And he's like, damn, I didn't know. <laughs> I forgot what you tweeted. <laughs> was it on Twitter or Instagram? I completely forgot. I don't know. Lonnie's more of an Instagram type of dude. Yeah, well, yeah, I have a like, notification. Like, that dude's posting on his story like fucking daily. <laughs> but he's saying, I didn't know Spurs fans were so so concerned about me being in the gym. <laughs> and then suddenly he's he's looking like he's ripped as hell. <laughs> Yeah, this dude is, and, and recently I think he's been posting more pics because of like some of the criticism that he got from, from from Spurs fans, which is crazy. Like, leave the kid alone. Don't don't be don't be doing that. This you know, is, if you're one of those Spurs fans that was criticizing him for swimming with tigers <laughs> and enjoying himself, get over it. It's yeah, not that big of a deal. Yeah, he tweeted <laughs> he tweeted out on like June 9th. I forgot since I post pictures of me having a good time, it means I'm not working out at all. Y'all people are hilarious. I love y'all. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. Like it's just like, it's like this kid. You know, he's working his ass off. I mean, he doesn't just obviously he likes to travel, which is fine, and he does it. You know, he does it with his girlfriend, which is fine. But he also doesn't come back like a flat, a, a fat slob, or or like is slow and sluggish, or looks like he's gained weight. Like this dude looks ripped, even when he goes on vacation. Like how many of us can say, "Well, we're on vacation, we still work out." I don't think I've ever worked out on vacation. I maybe run, but that's it. But like work out in a gym? Hell no, dude. Just seeing Lonnie like wants me to like work out just from seeing it because it's like the dude's that ripped. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we. I mean, Lonnie's got to probably put out a damn workout tutorial because yeah, he looks super freaking jacked. He, the, he looks... if he can develop, if he can develop, like I mean, he's pretty good defensively and he's quick. So if he can develop that, I mean, he's gonna be the future to guard. To guard Kawhi Leonard, <laughs> I can see it. All right, well, that wraps up for this draft edition of At the Line. You've seen us take our live reactions. This is not the best episode we've had, just based this on is probably a clear. really really clunky episode, and we apologize for that. But <laughs> we were reacting to it. it is eleven? Stuff. Is it eleven thirty? The oh, draft shit. is still going on. <laughs> <laughs> They're almost done. They're almost done. They're the fifty-seven pick. With the Pelicans, the Pelicans have had like five picks this whole draft. By the way, speaking of that, the Pelicans won that damn trade. Oh no, sh- no shit, they did. <laughs> that was insane. If you don't know, the Pelicans own the Lakers' future for like ever, for like the next five years. <laughs> it's and it's insane how many picks the Pelicans they, got. They have Zion Griffin. Griffin is is an insane GM. He, I mean, he's amazing. They have Zion. Um, they got Cameron. Cam- did I get Cam Reddish? I think I got Cam- Atlanta. I think Atlanta got no, Cam. Oh no! Did, they, did Atlanta they got, trade eight? I don't even know. They get did they, no no they got DeAndre Hunter, Zion DeAndre Hunter. No 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 that's not right because DeAndre Hunter is going to Atlanta. No they did get Reddish. You're right. Shit. You're right. You're right. Yeah, they, they got Reddish. Shit. Because because they they traded the four to Atlanta for eight and seventeen. I don't know. But, New Orleans is stacked. Landon from the Hot Pelicans Take, or Hot, yeah, Hot Pelicans Take podcast. Go listen up. Again, he, he's he is again. It's all it's all he, about development. He's so on top of the world right now. All right, well, you guys can check us out on Twitter at the Line Pod. Go make sure 
to vote in our poll of how the Spurs did in the draft. You can follow me at Ty Yeager Radio for all my Yeager bombs, you could say. <laughs> Mac, where, the, where can they follow you? You guys can follow me at Mac Pen Media. If you want to come shit on me for shitting on Luca, by all means, bring it. Um, but yeah, you can find me at Mac Pen Media on Twitter. If you want to shit on, shit on me for saying that the Lakers are not going to make the playoffs, I will gladly fight with you <laughs> on that one. I, no, I will back up my damn argument. All right, you have any last words? No. Um, you know what? I think it's just, I think, like I stated in um, in my tweet and I stated in the article that I wrote for Newsport San Antonio, the Spurs zone, um, we just got to trust Pafo, which is Popovich in the front office. Obviously, they see stuff that we don't, we never see, we don't see. So hopefully their insight, obviously their insight is much more keen than ours. So all well, we got to do is just trust them. Shit, the music band and ran out. Those Spurs go. <laughs> the music band ran out. <laughs> That's okay. Um, we'll end on that. <laughs> All right, see you guys next time. Laters, guys. No, 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 no. I needed more. <laughs> I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> All right, see you guys.